0: welcome to a special mini-sode of Yield Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. And joining me today are Steve and Tina from the Malice After Midnight podcast. And before we begin, I'd like to give them the opportunity to tell us a little more about themselves and their show before we get started.
1: Okay. Well, thanks for having us, by the way. We love your show.
0: Thank you. And You're
1: Steve. Yeah, I'm Steve and Tina's my wife and Christine's (laughs) on our show also, and she's not here today, but she's my sister and the three of us are real close growing up together. So we got a real good back and forth and we all just love... I mean, like everybody, I guess. True crime, and we—I mean, we go to sleep every night to the forensic files. It just plays all night, you know, yeah. on the TV and all those kind of shows. And Tina just always wanted to do a podcast. And one year for Christmas, Christine bought Tina like a starter kit, basically to start your podcast sure. with some mics. But everything was in three, so it was obviously she wanted to be on it too. <laughs> so it was three mics. It's, but since then, we've upgraded. We got a Roadcaster <laughs> Pro set up and a little more professional setup. But yeah, so we decided to do it and our show is just kind of, we kind of want you to feel like you're there when we're doing mm-hmm. it. You know, we, we just kind of shoot the, the bull. Oh
2: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Tina does most of the episodes. I do a few. So if Tina's doing an episode, me and Christine don't know what it's about. That yeah, way our sure. reactions are more, you know, realistic, mm-hmm. spontaneous, I guess. And we got a lot of, a lot of humor, at least our, well, we think we're funny. So <laughs> our kind of humor. I think
0: you guys are funny.
1: But yeah, we have a we have a pretty good time. We just want to feel like you're sitting there in a room with us talking about this stuff, and that's kind of our our goal. You got anything to add, Tina? No, put
0: that's you on it, the spot.
1: Yeah.
2: No, yeah. I mean, you know, it's well, we say humor, but it's like a dark humor. Yeah, you know, you know some yeah. of the stuff's with, so we bad. we still keep respect almost, to the victims yeah. and stuff. But like Steve was about to say, sometimes you got to have a little humor because sometimes the stuff's so, so bad. bad. Yeah, man,
1: but yeah, but like you know, we when we like with our Ted Bundy episode, I, there was almost no humor in that because it was just so horrible the stuff he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, to the victims. And we try to give the victims as much respect as we can. But like we had an episode where the other guy was a cannibal and his name was Armin Mivas Yes. And oh, yeah. there was a lot of humor in that because, I mean, the guy that he ate agreed to be eaten and there was some, like he ate, they ate his penis, the guy's penis. And they, yeah. so there's a lot of like, you know, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you know I mean? It's that kind of humor, <laughs> you know, in there and stuff. Yeah. We try to be as respectful as we can Yeah. and still have a good time.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing about that case and just being like, wow.
1: Yeah, okay. well, I couldn't believe I didn't hear about it Like until Tana did the case. I was like, wow. I thought I, because it wasn't really what was it, the 90s.
0: Yeah, was it wasn't. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, was I'm it? 40, Hater I'm 42. So, I mean, I was old enough in the 90s to remember everything going on and yeah. I, I just never heard nothing about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing about that and I was like, wow, that is wild. That's not something you, uh... I
1: couldn't believe you got somebody to agree to be eaten.
0: Yeah, it's like, That's a weird (laughs) thing to volunteer for.
1: You know what I mean? Like
0: not only do I want to be eaten, but I would prefer it if you ate my penis
1: first. And I want to share it with you. Let's let's eat it together. (laughs) (laughs) That was the whole thing. It's like oh Yeah.
0: (laughs) Let's break foreskin and Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, like friends. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) As one does at a normal dinner party. Not really. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. would hope I not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to the wrong type of dinner parties.
1: Yeah. For real.
0: Was <laughs> that? People say that this is why you don't eat at everybody's house.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't make it, you don't eat it.
0: Exactly. I know. I get real nervous with some meat dishes. I'm like, eh. Eh. I listened to enough true crime. I know it will be wary.
1: <laughs> yeah. It'll ch- Well, just like, I'm not trying to go off on a tangent, but I'm getting bad. Like, and not that I'm some expert, 'Cause we're not. But, (laughs) you know, you you study, like if you do a case, you know, there's a lot of homework involved. It's like writing a term Mm -hmm. paper, Mm -hmm. you know. It's like going back to school. So we were sitting at a restaurant one time, a Mexican restaurant that we eat at a lot. And there was this lady in the booth behind us, or in front of us, I can't remember. And she was talking about these crime cases, and she just kept getting everything wrong. And it was all my strength not to turn around and go, Hey, okay, you're close, but that's not it. And I wanted to correct her so bad. And the other guy was with her just like Listening to her and getting all this wrong information and it was killing me inside.
2: <laughs> I was like, just eat. He's like, I can't. I can't.
1: We had to leave. Well, we didn't have to leave, but we didn't stick around real long. No, we after we ate. We
2: he's like, I, just, I
1: couldn't take he's it. He's like,
0: finish up. I gotta leave. We gotta go. I can't. I'm take. gonna
1: correct this lady, and I can't do that.
0: <laughs> I've been there. There have been times when someone has been telling me a story, and I'm like, yeah, that's wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm bad if I know the if I know what if yeah if I know what's really happened or something. I'm bad about correcting people, I know. and sometimes they don't like it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't like it.
0: I'm also that person that like whips out like super inappropriate facts for people yeah. just like out of the blue. That's, that's yeah. me. That's yeah, me. I'm that I'm that cool person at parties when I'm real awkward and because I get really anxious meeting people that I don't know for the first time. Yeah. And I think my husband has started to get to the point where he's a little bit nervous inviting me to <laughs> to stuff and like introducing me to his coworkers because he's not quite sure what kind of crap I'm gonna like yeah. pull out. <laughs> I'm yeah, either gonna you're going to go off
1: as a big hit or it's going to be a train wreck. Yep. Yeah.
0: I'm I try to kind of too. feel things out a little bit. And yeah. then if I feel like it's going to go over well, I'll be like, so do you want to know at what yeah. temperature you need to have to burn a human body?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to say as soon as you said temperature. <laughs> I almost finished your sentence, but I didn't do it. I was like, "Now nah, I'm going to let her finish.
0: I'm going to let you finish. But <laughs> Beyonce should have won. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I promise I have questions for you guys. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> so as you've mentioned, and we've kind of talked about for a few minutes now, your show covers kind of everything true crime. Yeah. What got you guys interested in the types of topics that you cover? Like, when did it all kind of start?
2: We uh, always kind of liked, you know, like Dateline and Keith Morrison, <laughs> and we really liked Oh my gosh, I can't think of his name.
1: Like Joe Kenda. Yeah, Joe Kenda, sorry.
2: Joe Kenda, and we had already been watching that for years and talking about stuff, but when it was like we decided we would have a podcast, we all, well, me and Steve, because Christine doesn't have, she doesn't write, so we would research our own things, and you kind of like, I don't know, you have a different, I'm sorry, yeah, you have a different (laughs) style of (laughs)
1: She's looking at me, and not I'm looking. Talking at, like into the I look mic.
2: at you, to talk to you. Look at him, I talk to him. Usually, I'm across <laughs> from him. That's the way. That's what it is. Usually, I'm across, like, and I can see Christine. But like, I don't know. I tend to. They always make fun of me because I tend to do like cannibals and stuff like that. So I, f- I feel you. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just stuff that I like to do. Stuff that I've never heard of. Like I try yeah. to get out. You know, even if it's out of the United States, wherever, if it's something I've never heard of.
1: Well, I think like the question was kind of more about like where we got, how we got into this. So like for me, it's, oh. <laughs> it's my mo- it was my mom. So,
0: oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So she was into like, and really for me, it started more with like horror movies and stuff more than like, okay. like it started in mo- like movies
0: mm-hmm.
1: about horror and crime and like the old time movies. Like, I mean, I, I've, you know, I've seen all the old stuff and Vincent Price movies and stuff like that. hmm Really, though, the one thing that really kind of stuck with me is so I grew up in Wisconsin. Uh, and okay. I was yeah, an hour yeah. away from Milwaukee <laughs> when Jeffrey Dahmer hit the scene. Yep. And I was like 12, 13, I guess, years old. Was it 93, something like that when he or 90, 92? I don't remember. Anyway, so I remember that being on the news and like mm-hmm. everybody in our area just being glued to the news. Like when I see people like, all you know, Jeffrey Dahmer's kind of real big right now. Mm-hmm. Cause that Netflix show,
0: yep.
1: you know, we did a case about it before the show. And anyway, I talk about it a little bit in there, but I just remember like all the pictures you see and all the stuff is like, I remember that. And you know, that, that really kind of got me kind of into it. And of course, Ed Gein is from Wisconsin yep. and not that I was like focusing on that so much, but you grow up in Wisconsin and you hear about these things and there's, you know, tasteless jokes about Ed Gein still, you know, <laughs> and, yep. Yep. and you, the, actually the town he's from was a ways from where I live, but I know people that went there and go there and or have been there and like, they don't talk about it. And it's like one of them, it's almost like a movie, like it's unspoken. And if you bring yeah. it up, I mean, until recently, they would run you out of town if you were trying to even see that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I guess because of where I'm from, that area, you know, mm-hmm. Gacy's from Chicago, just yeah. all that kind of stuff, which is real close to where I was. I was in the Southern part of Wisconsin. So I grew up kind of <laughs> into it and I've always been interested and that's kind of mm-hmm. where it came from.
2: Well, then now that I understand the question, <laughs> I grew up with watching Unsolved Mysteries Same. and America's oh, Most yeah, Wanted with my dad. Mm-hmm. My my mom, she, she doesn't really like that kind of stuff, so she would just... I guess she watched it. I can't remember, but I mean, I guess... She, I don't know. I think she was probably like decided to go in the other room because she didn't really like all that stuff, but mm-hmm. I would watch all that with my dad. And then really, I got really excited about it because when... You know, after we got married and stuff and the ID channel came about, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, it's yeah. Like, I mean, that just opened the doors for me to, you know, I thought this is, I don't want to say it's great, but it was very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that kind of stuff was out there because. Yeah, Tina know.
1: likes to play a game. Who's the killer and how quick can I figure it out? And she usually wins. She's pretty good at figuring out all those, you know, who did it in all them shows. But.
2: Yeah. It's like you try to guess before it's over. That's me
0: i kind of do that when we're i'm watching movies and stuff with my husband like we'll be watching something and i'm like i wonder which one of them is the bad guy like the one that's like where it's not obvious they're the bad guy you know like in yeah. like the slasher well, movies does he, and stuff does he get mad though if you guess it before it's over i'm it's the other way around he always <laughs> oh, guesses it oh, and i'm God. always like i'll think of it like right after he does and i'm like oh, God, you're <laughs> right you're
2: right they kind of both do
0: that <laughs> I'm totally with you about Unsolved Mysteries. Like, I grew up watching Unsolved Mysteries. That was oh, my no, jam. It,
1: it was like, it was almost like everybody get on the couch, watch it, and it's like you're watching a scary movie or something. It was just like, you, the, we'd turn the lights off almost, you know, totally dark in the room and yep. watch it. And it's, it almost, as a little kid, it almost scared you in a way, you know. Yeah, it was like,
0: music is like. Yeah. yeah. The music Rock. still gives me shivers. Like, I started watching some of the new episodes on Netflix the other day, because I was like, I'm so behind on all my true crime stuff. I just, I hadn't been watching it. And I was like, oh, why don't I, like, listen to Unsolved Mysteries while I'm doing something else? And the music came on, and I was like, I just got transported back to my childhood. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. bad in America's Most Wanted.
0: (laughs) I know, and you get a little nervous, you're like... I oh, know I was like, "Oh no, here here it comes," and I started getting yeah. like the like the heart palpitations. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the original
1: host was the best though, Robert Stack. Robert Stack. His, his voice was so good, man.
0: Rest in peace. I remember yeah. when he died, and I was so sad. Yeah, and oh, no. my my husband was like, "How can you be sad for the passing of somebody you never met?" And I was like do you have any idea the impact <laughs> he had on my childhood? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I knew yeah. him and his trench yes. coat and the yes. shadowy like set behind yes. him. Yeah. It was rainy and it was a yeah. spotlight. Mm-hmm. That
1: show was epic. <laughs> it was, it was such a good
0: show. Ah.
1: There's yes. still episodes. I remember like that kind of torment me, not torment me, but I'll think like if I have a, they, they pop up in my mind once in a while, that kind of mm-hmm. scared me as a kid. And I'm like, wow, I remember that.
0: That made me think of, Okay. I used to love the the reenactments. That was like Mm. my favorite thing. And I specifically remember this episode where it was about an older man who was going around and like exposing himself to young kids. He was like driving a truck. And Mm. then Matthew McConaughey was in the episode as like this guy that was like mowing the lawn. And he was wearing those like... (laughs) Super short, like 70s basketball player shorts, where yeah, you can pretty yeah. much see his testicles and like <laughs> knee high socks yep. and like the headband thing. And he sees the guy and he goes up to him and he's like, Hey, man, that's not cool. And then the guy gets out of the truck and shoots him with like a shotgun. Oh my oh, God. And then Matthew McConaughey is dying in the, his driveway while the guy drives off. And his mom calls so it's like all about how he died yeah like Matthew McConaughey and I didn't that's realize crazy. it was Matthew McConaughey until years later and yeah. I was like basketball shorts and then I got like really oh like, that's, that's crazy that's how I know Matthew McConaughey now is his that's
1: funny his, that'd his be so funny if you ever had a chance to meet him and be hey your reenactment in unsolved mysteries <laughs> really stuck with me and <laughs> just to see you know he'd be like what
0: I have to would like I'd have to know what episode number it was so I could be like yeah. hey you remember an episode, blah, 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 of Unsolved Mysteries yeah. when yes. you were the guy that got shot by the guy yeah. that was putting his pee out? That's your best work. That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh my God. Uh, I've been in love with you ever since that episode. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, all right, oh. all right, all right. <laughs> okay, last question Is there a particular case that you guys have either already covered on your show or plan to cover? That you were, like, really excited about. I know it's hard because it's kind of well, like, like yeah. picking your baby a little bit. You no, know,
1: yeah, there's one I'm really excited about, but it's going to be so much work <laughs> that I'm not excited about it,
0: I is uh, the Zodiac.
1: Yeah. So I really in, like the, the, I'm really interested in the Zodiac and all of the history with it and the, the, the theories and, and all that stuff. And it's just so much that. Mm-hmm to do it the justice I want to do it I'm gonna to have to do so much homework and it's gonna be like such a big you know like our Ted Bundy episode was like four parts yeah and the Green River Killer was a few parts it's just it's like it's gonna be long mm-hmm. and I you know so it's I wish in a way that I could be on somebody else's Zodiac episode and just talk about <laughs> yeah. it and not have to do yeah. the work because I know a lot of it in my mind but when you as you know when you do an episode you got like I have a big basically I do a paper I write mm-hmm. it out it might have one page. It's like outlines of what I want to say. You know, just to keep this conversation kind of spontaneous, I guess. But yep. and it's just gonna be so much involved with that that I'm dreading it at the same time. That's why I keep putting it off. But that's that's one I want to do and I don't want to do it at the same time. I feel that, but I know it'll be good, or at least I think it'll be good.
2: It'll be good. Yeah.
1: Have you got one or?
2: I don't. I don't know how to say this without sounding like weird, but I really enjoyed covering the Catherine not case because it was so. Much to it, and it seemed like when I was going over the details, the things that I was talking about was so unexpected. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like the listeners were like, oh, my gosh, you know, because it was just, she was so odd. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: I know when Tina doesn't want to do is Albert Fish, she hates oh, everything about that guy's case because yeah. she him. can't stand hearing about it. And so we may never uh, do that episode.
2: He just makes me mad. Yeah. I mean, there's other yeah. cases, but. there's other cases but he just makes me (laughs) really mad yeah I just can't stand it and like every time I'm listening to something like what so every time we listen to something and they'll be like Albert
0: Fish I'm like nope
2: click next I can't
1: stand
2: it
0: yeah when I was in college I and the website doesn't exist anymore and I'm really sad it doesn't exist anymore but there was like this crime library website that I used to go to all the time because I worked on campus this sounds like such a like sex dungeon story but i worked in this place (laughs) called the cage
1: Uh and it was
0: the equipment cage where you would rent out like cameras and stuff oh okay for school because i went to an art school and so when you're sitting there not checking in or out equipment you can do whatever so i would either do my homework or (laughs) go on the crime library website yeah and read about horrible serial killers and murderers yeah so he was one of the ones that I read about and I was like horrified. Yeah. And then like Mary Bell, like the, the, the little girl killer, like, yeah, it's tough when it's kids. It's tough when it's kids involved. Like, yeah, I can't even remember all the other ones. Those are the two that stuck out to me the most, but Yeah. yeah, I would spend like so much time. Yeah. People were like, well, "I've we been be there, concerned? yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've,
1: I've I've thought before. It's like, God, ah, if somebody ever got into my search history, like, if anything happened to either Tina or me, the other one would definitely be a suspect just because of like all the studying <laughs> we do for this show. They'd be like, "Oh, she's been looking at murders and stuff, and she killed them." So
2: we need anybody that's that knows listening, us listening yeah. to be we be an alibi for us or a
0: witness saying, yeah. "No, they were too people."
1: Yeah, we got to make sure somebody says, "No, they had a podcast."
0: <laughs> I know. I'm. I always joke. I'm like. Whoever, whatever F- FBI agent is checking out my search history is probably oh, yeah. really concerned.
1: I was looking up like the side effect, like the effects of arsenic and stuff. I was like, that's bad because that's that's how they people kill oh, yeah. people. I'm like I shouldn't even be googling this because I'm on some kind of database right now. I
2: know. So yeah, we'll 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 um, verify you, Lindsay. If you'll verify us, if something yep.
0: happens. Yeah, yeah.
1: You <laughs> well, can no, put me no down in TikTok. advance as
2: an alibi. Yeah. <laughs> Now that TikTok's out out too, I get caught up in the clips. Do you do that mm-hmm. too? Yeah.
0: It's just a little short burst. I'll be yeah. like,
2: oh my God, it's been two hours. I've been watching all these clips about True
0: Crossing. I know. I know. I used to go down this spiral. I don't get them as much anymore. Where it was the ones where they would do like the deep sea divers that would go and look for like vehicles and stuff that are yeah, like. yeah, Oh yeah. I've and those that. ones. And yeah, I would like go down a rabbit hole for those.
1: It's weird yeah. how like you'll start looking at one thing and all of a sudden you're watching people fish with a magnet and they're pulling stuff out of the lake. It's like, yeah, how did I get here? I was looking at Blackstone grills and now I'm looking at people, <laughs> you know, fishing with a magnet, pulling like junk out of the river and I'm fascinated by it. It's been three hours.
0: I don't know. There was one time where I don't even know what I was watching, but now all of a sudden I'll get like ear cleaning videos and I'm like, no, these yes. are disgusting. I don't want to yes. watch these. I know. Like, where did they come from? <laughs>
1: Exactly. (laughs) And
0: I'm like, get that out of my algorithm. I don't want that on my algorithm. Yes. Give me the funny puppy videos and true crime stuff. Oh, enough. Those are the ones I want.
2: What is Malice After Midnight? Well, it's a podcast hosted by three people, Steve, Tina, and Christine. With a focus on true crime, but we save room for all things involving malice. Serving it up with a bit of dark humor tucked in here and there. We welcome you to the conversation with the release of a new episode every Sunday on all podcast platforms.
0: Anyway, now that we've had that fun conversation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. We're bad about rambling.
0: (laughs) I do it too. Let's get to some Victorian slang term, shall we? Uh, Yes. Okay. All
1: right. (laughs) I'm usually really, really good at trivia, tooting my own horn, and I know I'm going to be terrible <laughs> at this because every episode, I don't know if I've ever got one right. I don't think I have. I'm, the, I'm usually not even in the ballpark. I don't care. I'm not.
2: I was hoping that you. Because were... you
1: don't do easy ones, you know, like, like, hoping you'd been... like bullocks or something like that. You know, like that's yeah. everybody knows what that is, or, you know, yeah. but you always do the, like really hard ones.
0: Yeah, true. Well, you are up first, Steve. So okay. prepare yourself. I'm ready. Your I'm first already. term. Is parish pickaxe?
1: Parish pickaxe. Okay, so I'm going to walk myself through this. Parish is like a church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, pickaxe is obviously a pickaxe, but if it's slang, doesn't necessarily mean pickaxe. So parish pickaxe. So maybe like a like a like maybe a pickaxe is like there's not a time limit, is there? There a mm-hmm. uh, pickaxe no. might be like maybe like a term for is this like England like England mm-hmm. is the origin is like, okay. Like a pickaxe might be like a tough guy or, you know, like a tool, like a, like a, like he's the hammer, you know, he's like a, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's yeah. his nickname. So like, I'm thinking like a church enforcer or like a, you know what I mean? Like somebody that works for the church.
0: God's oh, right hand pickaxe.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like a church. Tr- oh God. I know I'm not even close. Parish. Uh I really want to, I really want to get one of these right. Parish. Well, parish can also be like a, an area you live in. So.
0: Would you like me to use it in a sentence to see if yes. you can get close? Oh, yes, yes. I was going to oh, ask yes, yes. If we do that. Yes, yep. do that. All right. So give me one second to think of it. And then I can, because the hardest part for me is like coming up with a way to say it in a sentence where it's not and not just give it like, away totally. Give it away. Okay. Yeah. When describing Fred's facial features.
1: Mm, I was way off.
0: You could tell that he definitely had a parish pickaxe.
1: Okay, so like it, like a strong nose or a strong chin mm-hmm. that's pointy like an axe. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. That, okay, is that pretty close?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: one. yeah. The, the, the uh, strong Same. chin, strong chin, because it's bigger and a pickaxe is big. I'm gonna go strong. Nope, nose. I'm going nose. <laughs> okay. I'm going nose. Final <laughs> answer. Final answer. Big nose.
0: All right, a parish pickaxe is a prominent nose.
1: Okay. I, I'm not going to have you give me the sentence on the next one because that helped me a little bit too much. Maybe. Okay. You're That's right. fair. Well, I no, it's okay. I, I'm, I'm competitive, but I like to be,
0: <laughs> I like to be right. I want you to have a shot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. That's good.
0: All right. He's so fair.
1: I wasn't even close. I was thinking like a church enforcer, like, you know, like, <laughs> like the Hebrew hammer, you know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs>
0: Like this altar boy that just carries around.
1: <laughs> Real badass altar boy that if you don't put in the collection play, he's going to kick your ass.
0: Oh, my oh, Lord. All right, Tina. Oh, God. Your first term is back slang it. What in the world? Back,
1: back slang it.
0: Back slang it.
2: Sounds like somebody's talking around in our area.
1: Yeah, really. Back when, slang it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Let's see. Back. Sling it. I know it's like I'm uh, saying it over and over. <laughs> okay, maybe it's like like something you wear on your back, like to carry something in, like a baby or like tools or something.
1: <laughs> so, a, a something you carry in your bag, yeah. you carry babies or tools. That's your answer.
2: Yeah, those are so separate. By the way, you say that you're going to carry a baby, or you're going to carry a tool. I got an idea. Back what I Back sling it, might be. it. Back sling
0: it. Carry your parish pickaxe on your back. Yeah. <laughs> your altar boy enforcer. <laughs> Maybe it's like
2: where you keep your crossbow.
1: Your crossbow. All right. Okay,
2: let's say. Back sling it. Maybe it could be a dance. I'm going to say it's something like you carry on your back. Like,
1: See, she's from Alabama, so instead of saying like a sling, she'd be like a slang.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs>
1: okay. But I don't think so. Yeah,
2: All I'm right. going to say it's something like, Carrying your like baby in.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. So back slang it means to go out the back way. Oh
2: my God.
1: I was thinking like back talking or something or
2: mm-hmm. but backslang that is going out the back. What you said the back way like the back yeah like going like out the back door out the back
1: door like get out the back Jack.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. I'm gonna start using it all the time now. We're gonna backslang it backslang it and that get, is correct backslang it. Yeah,
1: I know some people with a parish pickaxe. I'm gonna start saying it. <laughs> If I get anything from this show, it's going to be bringing back Parish (laughs) Pickaxe.
0: All right, Steve. Yes. Your second term, and I love this one so much, is blue pigeon flyers.
1: (sighs) Blue pigeon flyers. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, you know, England has got such weird slang for stuff. (laughs) Like nowadays, you know, like, I mean, like a pigeon, you know, like the Beatles, like always like a bird was like a girl, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, so pigeon, you know. Blue pigeon fly, blue pigeon flyers. Mm -hmm. Blue blue pigeon flyers. All right, flyers. I'm not gonna have you doing a sentence this time, okay? Because that'll probably give it away. Blue pigeon flyers. Let's see. All right, blue pigeon. So a blue pigeon would be rare because pigeons are not blue. I'm gonna say like uh, word, like all right, words or like phrases to say like to a pretty girl. That's that's my guess. I mean, it's probably not even close. And wait, do you want to say what you think it is? No. Oh, okay.
0: Because I wrote it down.
1: You wrote it down what you think it is? All right.
0: Are you going to save it until after I say what it actually is? Yeah.
1: Okay. We we got to know since you're. Okay. I just made a big deal about it, Tana. So you oh, got to okay. say what you think it is.
0: Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So blue pigeon flyers are usually plumbers who, <laughs> okay, no. under the guise of repairing your house, strip the lead and make away with it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So think of today, it'd be more like stealing like your copper.
1: Stealing. Oh, okay. Blue pigeon flyers. Okay. Flyers is probably have something to do with a thief. Like if yeah, I would have like known what away, a thief yeah. Would, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah. The same and blue pigeon must refer. I don't know.
0: <laughs> that must what be talking about. Girls? I was it must
1: refer to the lead somehow or something.
0: Yeah. Or like, I don't know if blue pigeon has something or to maybe, do with like plumbing maybe or the, Maybe repair? the uniform
1: they wear. Like, like coveralls, maybe. blue coveralls or something. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I didn't get that one. What did you think it was, Tina?
2: But when you said pigeons and you said it was like a girl, I was thinking a hat. A hat? Yeah. Yeah. Like a bonnet or something.
1: Okay. Well, Sorry. hey, that's, you, were in, you were just as close as I was. I wasn't anywhere near it. <laughs> Blue pigeon flyers. Of course, these are also old time terms, too. Yeah. That makes it twice as hard.
0: Yeah. But yeah, like the modern equivalent would be, you know someone that Ste- takes your copper yeah, because that's, stealing
1: copper from your house or yeah yeah makes sense.
0: that'd be the more what is the term i'm trying to think for more profitable thing to steal from you because you can get a lot yeah, of money since, from yeah, copper.
1: since yeah since now everybody tries to stay away from lead
0: yep i mean you could steal the lead if you wanted to but i would advise against it yeah really <laughs> I it was so worth getting poisoning for this yeah for real <laughs> for real all right tina yes your second term. Is blood red fancy?
2: <laughs> blood red fancy. Okay, I have no idea. Can I phone a friend? No, I'm just gonna. Um, fancy is like the
1: like blood something.
2: red. Shh. <laughs> Put my hand over Sue's face. Blood red fancy. Maybe it's the color of a dress, like a fancy dress.
0: <laughs> He's shaking you, his head. You are close. It is something that you I wear. Oh. What was that, Steve? Hey. He was shaking his head. Yeah,
1: I should have known better.
2: Okay, well, if it's something you wear, oh, it could be. Well, then it could be, yeah, could be a.
1: Ooh, I got an idea.
2: Could be a jewel, like a necklace or something, or brooch or something. Okay. Do you want to? I don't know. Now I got (laughs) to (laughs) pick. I already said bonnet, hat. Okay, I'm gonna say blood red fancy is a. Oh, it could be a ruby. I'm going crazy. Okay, so <laughs> I'm, going to say, say jewelry. I'm going to say it's, it's a top of jewelry.
0: Okay. Necklace or something you wear. Okay. Did you want to share what you were thinking, Steve, or do you want to wait?
1: Gosh, I forgot after we were saying. Oh, yeah, I was thinking. What was I thinking? <laughs> oh, no. oh, I was thinking. When you said something you wear, I was thinking. I started thinking jewelry also, like a ruby or something. Okay.
0: All right. A blood red fancy is a kind of handkerchief. Worn by <laughs> fighters oh, to hide okay. the blood.
1: Ah, okay. So should get it a fancy as being fancy, wearing your handkerchief mm-hmm. out of your pocket, you know.
0: Yep. So like pugilists, you know, like the the boxers yeah. and stuff. Like you would wear. Okay. This handkerchief. Okay. to Kind of that makes sense. Wipe away That's the blood. Sweet. I feel. I, I like feel like one. somebody
1: that was from England in modern times would have a better shot at this because they would like. I bet today they still might call something like that a fancy, you know, like being dressing up or oh yeah, you know, like or having cufflinks or something or, like for instance, I'm gonna get real nerdy here, facts that nobody probably cares about, but like (laughs) there was a term like called flitzing back in like the 30s in America, like that song you hear, that song putting on the ritz. Mm -hmm. Well, there's about like where where Harlem flitz, it's like means shine. And there's like a, a, a type of shine called flits. So like, oh. that's kind of like fancy, like shining or you just so I, I mean, sure. see what I'm saying? Like if it was old time American stuff, we'd maybe, I'm trying to make excuses for why I'm not getting these right. <laughs> just don't worry about I it.
2: I still would not get them wrong. I'm
0: just saying yeah, if it was American. It's
1: a, it's a fun game.
0: Yeah. I'd be very interested to know if handkerchiefs are still referred to as fancies, like in yeah. the UK and stuff.
1: I, mean, I just, yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It's kind of.
0: Or something similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some of these terms, once you start kind of like once you know what they mean, you can kind of see it. But other ones, like like the yeah. blue, the blue pigeon flyers. yeah exactly no, no, exactly. I'd have no, I feel idea. like if you
1: played this game a lot and really started breaking stuff down, you can maybe get better at it. I'm I'm just making excuses for myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> should, it's not it's not, not supposed to be for, easy, but like no,
1: it's not easy. It's definitely it's de- I mean, I, like I said, like listening to your show, I I don't I can't remember ever getting one right, so.
0: Yeah, they're hard, but that's they're hard, that's but it's part fun. of why it's so fun because yeah, it's a cool, oh, it it's a cool fun.
1: game, it's a good idea. Thank you. Hmm. You know, and it fits in so well with your show. So thank you.
0: I try to find something cool where I could like have people on that still sticks with the theme.
1: Yeah, we you know we've been on a couple shows, but but this this was really fun doing it this way. It was, it's fun having some interactive mm-hmm. game like this to do. You know, and it it, it it was a really good time.
0: Thank you. Oh yeah. Well. On that note, I would like to thank Steve and Tina for joining me today for Can You Crack the Cramp Word. And before we go, can you tell our listeners when new episodes of your show come out and where they can find you on social media?
1: Well, we're on all the podcast platforms. Twitter is After
0: Malice, sorry. Instagram
2: is Malice After Midnight Podcast. and You can email us at
1: maliceaftermidnight at gmail.com. We actually get people emailing us about episodes, so it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. the original thing was going to be we're going to release at midnight on Sunday because it's Malice after midnight yep but that hasn't been happening as much lately we try to get one out once a week
0: mm-hmm.
1: with work and everything it's been less but we try to be usually when a new episode drops it drops on Mondays okay. late Sunday night Mondays
0: well again thank you so much for coming on the show I've been wanting to thanks talk to you guys for a while so, so much a, yeah, oh, yeah I'm
1: glad we can make it work out we've had a lot of this has been a lot of fun
0: And on that note, as always, I'm Lindsay, and I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime.